Episode 48, The Best of 2023, Part 1. Originally written April 18, 2023. Okay, so I know this is rather late, but better late than never, right? It's time to start off my best of 2023 list with my favorite purchases for the first quarter. This year, I made the result to be more financially responsible, especially with kid number two officially starting school. But while I couldn't outright stop buying toys, I knew I could cut down considerably on impulsive and unplanned purchases. And that's exactly what I did. While I still did get quite a lot of stuff, it was a major decrease from previous years. And so, as a result, this list is considerably leaner as compared to the past. No honorable mentions this time, just straight into my top 10 list. So let's get started. Number 10. Star Wars The Black Series Scorch As a little kid, the concept of a clone was something I specifically recall learning through Star Wars. And so, most likely this was translated to the clone troopers being one of my favorite aspects of the universe. And it followed that despite most of them being just repaints of the same figure, I have made it a point to pick up almost all the unique clone trooper characters Hasbro has thrown my way. And this was the case for the Republic Commando, Boss, released in 2022. Since I don't really read any Star Wars novels or play any video games, I had no knowledge about Boss or even what a Republic Commando was. All I cared about was this was yet another unique clone character with a brand new clone helmet, so I had to get him. It was only later on that I learned more about Boss and the special unit that he led, the Delta Squad. And if there was something I loved more than unique clone troopers, it was unique clone trooper squads. And so when Hasbro released the rest of the squad, Fixer and Sev last year, and the final members Scorch this year, they were all instant buys. Anyway, aside from being the only member eligible for 2023, I have to say that Scorch is the most visually interesting of the squad in my opinion. I'm a big fan of his color mix of grays and yellows and their placement and design on his armor. And the fact that he finished off the Delta Squad on my shelf makes him the perfect way to start off my list. Number 9. Super 7's Ultimate Steel Will As a kid, while I was a big fan of the Thundercats, I was actually an even bigger fan of their spin-off series, the Silverhawks. So as a result, Super 7's Ultimate Silverhawks line was one of my most eagerly anticipated toys of 2023. Now prior to this release, there were quite a lot of complaints over Super 7 going down the route of a matte finish as opposed to the vac metal that was present on the original toys. I for one preferred the Super 7 choice, which was based more on the cartoon look. And while they weren't metallic shiny, Super 7 insisted that there was a sheen to them that wasn't portrayed well in pictures. So I was quite curious on how this would ultimately pan out in my hand. Well, color me impressed. I'm very happy with the end result. Hard to describe, but I think it does the job to satisfy anyone aside from the hardcore VAC metal fans. If I had any nitpicks, it would be that I would have preferred a darker, more grayish color to Steel Will. He just looks a little too close to bluegrass. But other than that, he's more than fine. He's got all the accessories he would need, and while simplistic in design, the switchable winged arms work perfectly. The only reason he places rather low on my list is that Steel Will isn't my favorite member of the team. But overall, he alongside Bluegrass, who I will get onto later on, are a great way to start off my Silverhawks collection. Number 8. Transformers Legacy Tarn Ever since his debut back in the 2005 IDW Transformers comics, Tarn has become one of the most popular Decepticons of all time. I mean, who wouldn't like a guy who literally wears the Decepticon badge on his face and leads one of the most dangerous enemy subgroups of all time in the Decepticon Justice Division, or DJD? 
It was only a matter of time before this character born out of the comics got his first official toy from Hasbro, and they fortunately spared no expense. In an age of cost-cutting measures and subpar robots with hollow parts, Tarn is a breath of fresh air. He's solid and really feels a notch above most other modern-day Transformers. He honestly feels more like a well-made third-party Transformer with sharp detailing, paint, and articulation. There is very little not to like here. So while I may not be the biggest fan of Tarn himself, this guy definitely feels like the best-constructed mainline Transformer that I have come across in a really long time. Number 7. Transformers Legacy Leo Prime I honestly don't know much about the background of Leo Prime as my knowledge of Beast Wars barely covers the original US run. Leo Prime comes from Japan where the Beast Wars line went ahead with its own separate continuity. Anyway, despite not knowing much about the character, the concept of a Prime transforming into a white lion always attracted me, but never enough to go get a toy of one itself. That is, until Hasbro released him in the Legacy line. I thought he looked pretty decent, so I figured I'd give him a shot, and I was pleasantly surprised with what I got. I will always appreciate a Transformer that finds the right balance of engineering, not too overly simplistic, but at the same time not too headache-inducing in complexity. And I think this guy is one of those rare Transformers for me. Admittedly, his robot mode can be seen as overly kibbly and clunky. I believe it's faithful to the original toy design. And while many people dislike his actual lion head, I thought it was quite fine and in line with the previous Kingdom Beast War releases. And it's sure a lot better looking than that horrible MP version released a few years prior. Yeesh. Number 6. NECA Dungeons & Dragons War Duke Once seen as a niche game played by nerds and geeks during its heyday in the 80s and 90s, Dungeons & Dragons has for better or worse become a mainstream phenomenon in today's pop culture-centered society. So it was only a matter of time before the very obscure 80s D&D toy line finally made a modern comeback as well. The D&D toy line by LJN wasn't the biggest line in the 80s, but I would argue that they were some of the best designed toys around. While I myself didn't collect them, many of my friends had a figure or two that would always find its way into our action figure battles and their designs always left a big impression on me. And of all of them, War Duke was the one character I could never forget. So when NECA announced the release of a modern War Duke, I knew that I had to get him, even if it meant me potentially falling into another rabbit hole. So much for impulsive purchases. As odd as this sounds, seeing this updated evil warrior on my display with his iconic asymmetrical armor, dragon-winged helmet, and faceless visage with two mysterious evil red eyes, brings me so much warm fuzzies. It was really a no-brainer to include him on this list. Number 5. Marvel Legends Daredevil Way back in 2015, I was in a Toys R Us in Hong Kong where I came across a lone single Marvel Legends Daredevil figure on the pegs. I got it, not thinking much of it, but little did I know that in a few years this dude would be one of the most highly sought-after Marvel Legends out there. Given that Daredevil is one of the most popular and iconic heroes in the Marvel Universe, I find it hard to believe that this Daredevil would be the only classic single-release Daredevil Hasbro would put out for a very, very, very long time. Fast forward 8 years later and they finally give us an updated version of The Man Without Fear. Unfortunately, he was released as part of a 3-pack with less desirable versions of Bullseye and Elektra, and as an exclusive which meant that getting just the updated Daredevil would mean putting up a lot of money on the secondary market. Since I already had my 2015 Daredevil and a decent Electra and Bullseye, 
I didn't bother going for this new set. But when the opportunity came to get a highly discounted new Daredevil, I jumped at it. The catch was, he lacked two of his alternate hands, hence the extremely lowered price. But I didn't mind as I easily found suitable replacements in my bin of extra Marvel Legend parts. So yeah, easy purchase. As great as my original was, he was starting to show his age. This new version is a definite improvement in sculpt and articulation. Hopefully we won't have to wait too long for Hasbro to give us a single release of this really great figure. Number 4. Super 7's Ultimates Colonel Bluegrass Between Steel Will and Bluegrass as my first two Super 7 Silverhawks, I was initially more interested in getting my hands on Steel Will. But as I started going over both figures and messing around with them, Bluegrass slowly won me over. While Steel Will is cool, Bluegrass definitely has more personality and as a toy is just more fun. Anyway, aside from being partly metal, partly real, the Silverhawks team makeup isn't known for being anything groundbreaking. Composed of the typical archetypal characters, the leader Quicksilver, the young member Copper Kid, the strong guy Steel Will and his twin Steel Heart filling in the female member slot. Colonel Bluegrass rounds up the group as the only sort of unique member as the guitar-wielding musician Pilot. He may not be able to join his team as they soar through space on their pop-out wings, but his guitar hot licks or his companion bird Sideman more than make up for that. Number 3. Marvel Legends Blob Once again, it was all about completing my teams. And when it comes to the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and Freedom Force, Fred Dukes aka The Blob has been one of the biggest holes for both groups on my shelf. Prior to this, the only available option was to build a figure from the Marvel Legends Toy Biz days, which was something I had missed out on and one I was not willing to pay a high price for in the secondary market. Thankfully, Hasbro finally gave us a much needed update of the Blob this year, and as far as huge fat dudes go, this guy is fantastic. Despite his rather enormous and bulky frame, Hasbro managed to produce a pretty articulated toy with two extremely expressive head sculpts. And if you look really, really, really close, you could actually see some liver spots in his skin. Perfect. While this guy nicely rounds up my Brotherhood of Evil Mutants Freedom Force display, I'm still hopeful that Hasbro will throw us a major bone with a Stonewall, Crimson Commando, and Super Saber 3-pack. Hey, I can dream, right? Number 2. Super 7's Ultimates Cobra Commander After what seemed like an endless number of delays, I finally got my first Wave 1 figure from Super 7's G.I. Joe line. And what a way to kick things off with the head snake himself, Cobra Commander. To be honest, I was actually more excited to receive the Joes from this wave, and I even ordered them first, but an opportunity sprung up for me to get Cobra Commander at a very good price, thanks to free international shipping from Amazon, and so I jumped at it. And to my surprise, he got here before my Joes just in time to make the cut for this first quarter list. At first glance, this guy seemed more like one of those obligatory purchases for the display. I mean, how could you have a Cobra collection without the Commander? But he really does win you over with his back to basics, no superfluous details. I'm looking at you, Classified Series Commander. Look. Super 7 went for the straight up cartoon version and succeeded in spades. This guy looks like he literally stepped out of the TV and I think this straightforward approach only did wonders for his iconic chrome faced look. The pink cape and additional accessories like his handheld snake coiled globe and cobra staff are just icing on the cake. While I have since received my more anticipated Joes and Duke and Snake Eyes at the time of this writing, as good as they are as well, it's clear to me that Cobra Commander is the standout of this wave. 
Number one, fans toys, Jive. Chances are, if you are even a casual Transformers fan, you would still know exactly who Jazz is. From his very first appearance in the original Generation 1 cartoon, he has always been one of the most recognizable and coolest Transformers. Aside from sporting his distinctive face visor and transforming into the iconic Porsche 911 Turbo, he was also voiced by the late and great artist-musician Scatman Crothers. Anyway, for years, Make Toys Downbeat held a jazz spot in my MP Transformers collection. But as good as Downbeat was, I did feel that he was starting to show his age. Still, it would take a major upgraded jazz alternative for me to switch him out. But after what seemed like quite the wait, Fanstoys finally gave me the option with their version called Jive. Jive is a cleaner and more polished version of jazz, in my opinion. And while some find this engineering and transformation rather finicky, I personally prefer it to downbeats, which I wasn't a big fan of. So for me, it was a no-brainer. While he isn't my favorite Autobot, Jazz is definitely one of the most iconic Transformers. So getting a really solid upgrade for him in my collection is a definite highlight of the year. And at least for now, my number one toy of 2023. So what about you guys? What are some of your favorite toys so far of the year? Write about them in the comments below and tell me your story. Thanks for watching Stories from the Toy Shelf Redux. If you enjoyed this story, please click on the like button and subscribe to the channel to help me tell more. Until the next one.